Holly, this is an intervention <laughs> because you are a drug addict. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Not true. You can stop whenever you want. There's an important piece of continuity that if this were the later movies, wouldn't be here, frankly. Minute 14 of X2. I'm Brian. And I'm Holly. (laughs) I'm joined by coffee. (laughs) And this is the podcast that takes the longest running superhero franchise to date and breaks it out one extraordinary minute at a time. This is... Oh, wait. I forgot. I mixed it up. I recorded a lot of Bond Minute Bond episodes yesterday. This is Minute 14 of X2. And Holly, what I, I'll, I'll say what my teaser at the beginning of the minute was, but after the recap, what happened in this minute? Mm, um, I can't remember who... <laughs> I can't remember please, dude's please, name. Wait, wait. Please write down for you to listen to this minute back when it posts. Minute 14, because the noise you made, great. (laughs) Think you're going to laugh when you hear it back in like a month. All right. Which which guy? Are you talking about uh, bent over the table? Hey! Striker. Striker. I hardly know her. So Striker is talking to um, the president. And he is discussing, let me see, what is that? Oh, wait a minute. I don't remember what he's in there talking to him about. Because then that senator came in. There's a mutant training facility. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, but didn't he say that after? He said that after that dude came in. Yeah, it's been a a couple weeks since we watched the last minute. But yeah, Yeah. they were were still uh, talking about. But I'll just skip over. Uh, okay. He said in the last minute, what do you need, William? Just there your authorization is. for a special operation. Uh, and then he offered him a drink and said, and somehow I thought you were here to talk about school reform. School reform. Yeah. And then he said, funny, you should ask that. And then that Senator guy came in, which, <laughs> and so <laughs> one he came you, in. you didn't break down the last movie. Because you're not Wolf Hogan, the esteemed actor. But do you remember who uh, the guy who walks in is based on the last movie? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who is it? <laughs> am, am I supposed to? Am I supposed to? Yeah. Spill the. I mean, it was. Out? I mean, it's not a spoiler because it was in the last movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mystique. Yeah. Yeah, yes. don't worry. And when you, we talk about Matrix Resurrections, you, you don't have to tell us that the Matrix is real. <laughs> and you especially know that it's Mystique at the at the end. Because mm-hmm. when Senator Kelly comes in, and then that's when Stryker mentions about um about training facility for the mutants and got the information from one of the mutants from the Liberty Island incident mm-hmm. to which Senator Kelly slash Mystique asked if it was Eric. I just The reason I chuckled is because there is an active mic drop in your voice when you said Mystique. <laughs> I've never seen that wrapped up, you know, without the visual representation. <laughs> I've never heard a mic drop in someone's voice. So it was great. All right. So my teaser at the beginning. 
Uh, if you're familiar with the later movies, in, the same director did the same trick in Days of Future Past and had Mystique take over Stryker's body. And then in Apocalypse... Oh, oh it's it's not Mystique. It's still Stryker. <laughs> they just did not give a fuck about continuity really? in those later movies. Not a not a not an iota. <laughs> so lazy. Well, I mean, I, you know, I heard I heard some problematic stuff about that, but then you know that their head dude was problematic. Well, I mean, that's what I assumed you were talking about. But that was there extra stuff in those later movies that was problematic besides the dude. Well, it was like the things that happened because of the dude, you know, and then you know, money, time constraints, and I just you know. But, you know, the uh, even though the guy was gone, uh, Tom Rothman, who greenlighted like the original X-Men, which he always hated, always hated X-Men. And so um, even the first two movies had issues, even though they made so much money with the first and were given the second, um, they had lollygagged and waited around before they okayed with the second. And I didn't mean to go in all this movie history, but my Who, point is who's these X-Men movies, he was an executive at uh, Sony Pictures. No, 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 not Sony. Fox? Yes, he was an executive at Fox. And a rather infamous one, which a lot of things that actually happened in the movies, some of the movies that came out, superhero movies, which he hated, <laughs> were because of him. Oh, okay. I, I'm only uh, familiar actually, with uh, Ryan Karaoke and Simon Kinberg. Well, now Ro- Rothman is at Sony, I believe. Yeah, okay. he's at Sony. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I can't help it. I'm like you know. I re- I read a lot of you know. I read trades and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Hey, uh-huh. the kettle calling the kettle what pot? Call, oh yeah, because you're an addict. Pot. Calling the kettle black. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Which I mean, you can call me black, but I'm not. I'm not going to call myself. <clears throat> I'll call you pot. <laughs> oh, the negative effects of medical marijuana, everybody. That's a reference to Pitch Perfect, which I've been listening to. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the uh, see, oh, I forgot. All right, let's see. No, there's a part in the middle of that movie. If you haven't seen it, it's great. But there's a there's a line. <laughs> Negative effects of medical marijuana, everybody. <laughs> um, I like how this movie effortlessly adds history that we didn't have in the first movie. He's he gave Colonel Stryker history, saying that he's been dealing with the mutant phenomenon since before his time. So right. I mean, usually in these things or in like television shows, especially, it's like the episode that a new brother character is being introduced to randomly. They're like, you know what? This reminds me of when I was a kid with my brother who I've never mentioned in the past hundred <laughs> episodes. And obviously that's more ham fisted than most movies, but some movies are just bad with adding mm-hmm. history. Yeah. The one yeah, thing yeah. I'll say for Eternals is it was really good at adding history. You know, like Eternals, their whole justification of why the Eternals didn't interfere with Thanos and all that and how they've been around the whole time, but they've never shown up. It was like, yeah, we're on a mission and we're supposed to not interfere with the human race because we're waiting to 
birth this eternal. Whereas Captain Marvel was like, yeah, we've just had a Superman who we always could have paged for any, any, um, anything. Battle of New York, Ultron, bunch of stuff. Paged her. <laughs> She's been on well, other planets. <laughs> well, I, you know, I gotta be honest. I don't, I don't remember the Eternals. <laughs> Considering we I mean, reviewed it, that's no, hilarious. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and, you know, what I mean, you know, I'm mean, obviously there when it happened. But I just mean, well, you're on record saying that for some chunks you weren't. (laughs) Like you missed the sex scene. What I was saying is, there's nothing (laughs) about the movie that that like stuck. There's just there is nothing about that movie that stuck. I remember the pie. I remember the pie when it fell out of. When that was the most crucial part of the sex scene. That was. No, but you know what I I mean? Like with Captain Marvel, it's kind of convenient that, oh, they've never mentioned the inspiration for the Avengers name and the fact that there's been a Superman, a female Superman just around since the 90s, since before Tony came around. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Captain Marvel. I'm not surprised by that. You're going to throw stuff? I mean, it's 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 bottom half in the quality of the shows or the movies, to be perfectly honest. But that is oh, a movie. Really? I that's, thought I thought you liked it. Did you? I, I, it was I mean, fine. It okay, was fine. Okay. It's just not one Fair. to go back a bunch of times. But it's set in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So to make to let you understand what I'm saying. There's just since the beginning of the MCU, they're saying that there's been a superwoman who Nick Fury has had a page or two call anytime you'd like. And he also grabbed her uh, her call sign because she was a pilot, the Avenger, and used that to name the Avengers. And they just didn't mention to Thor that like, yeah, there's another god. <laughs> um, so that was very clunky. Whereas the Eternals is a group of people who were strictly given orders not to interfere. We've taken way too much time away from (laughs) X-Men. But we had strict instructions to not meddle in human affairs because they're not allowed to. So you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's why they didn't show up because they're not supposed to. Right. That's fair. And, uh, you know, and then when you find out a twist, it's like, oh, it's even more. You know, so that to give some props to Eternals, because mostly it's boring. um, They did a good job of retrofitting (laughs) or retroactively pull from the comics, retconning the history. Mm -hmm. And this did the same thing. Um, X-Men Apocalypse did not because they just said, hey, you know, in the 70s there was a, or whatever, I don't care, <laughs> probably the 80s. Yeah, there were, the world almost ended in the 80s. And we never mentioned it. It's just, and we, uh, and <laughs> they also didn't justify it. They didn't say like, now that the time paradox has changed, this this being from another planet or who's been in slumber has been awakened because you messed with time. That would have been fine. Then it would be like, it's a Kelvin timeline with those the 2009 Star Trek movie. <laughs> they were like, mm-hmm, oh shit, mm-hmm. nothing that happened is going to be the same because the timeline has changed. <laughs> like that. Anyway. Which I, which I love that movie. 
I love the 2009 Star Trek. That's the one movie that gave me faith that J.J. Uh, Abrams would make great <clears throat> Star Wars films, and that I was <clears throat> I was wrong. I was wrong. <clears throat> I but you did a uh, quick question. You didn't like Force Awakens, or did you like the? I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't phrase that. Did you like the Force Awakens? I mean, the Force Awakens is an easy wow, easy easy clap. Yeah, that I was trying to get a good clap for audio. Don't look at me. <laughs> a virtue. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, like, I liked it. I was like, yeah, this is a fine copy paste with little, a little bit of remixing of everything I have to say about that everyone else has said already. But um, the rise of Skywalker retroactively. Oh yeah, and and I that uh, I did not see. Yeah, I Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I was like, yeah, they're fine. I enjoy them. They have flaws. They are fine. Rise of Skywalker retroactively made me hate the entire trilogy because <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway, X two. Think I can safely bet that seventy five percent of this <laughs> episode is about different franchises. <laughs> Uh, we also didn't talk about um, what's her name? X twelve, oh, I think. I, yeah, well, uh, that awful knuckle cracking that she was doing. I was gonna say I I didn't remember how it sounded, and it sounds so strange and uncomfortable, and I love it because it's exactly and the, what's but it's to. like. But also, it's like, you know, it's like she goes like this, but it's almost like she takes her fingers and like moves them to the side. Yeah, I've done that. You can, I just cracked my middle finger sideways. Um, but I also like that they, I mean, not only do they add an awkward and uncomfortable noise, but they, that extra, that featured extra who's like reacting to her knuckle cracking is just doing, <laughs> is just the icing on the cupcake like that <laughs> her reaction is what makes that whole moment work like if you got a cupcake without icing i agree, I agree. there would be sugar there would be cream there would be blah 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 i don't I'm, i don't cook but like an ice icing on a cupcake just levels it up let's be <laughs> honest because <laughs> an icingless cupcake is just too close to a uh, ba- uh nope not a bagel no i was gonna say a muffin Okay. Oh, well, I'll take that too. I mean, honestly, an icingless cupcake is probably just a muffin <laughs> with less nuts. <laughs> Muffins are so bad. So unhealthy. There is a great uh, ad campaign from like Sam Adams or something. It was called mm-hmm. If We Won. And it was all about, it was either for July 3rd or July 5th. And it was people from Britain or people from America talking about what the 4th of July would be like if the English had won. Or no, what America would be like if the English had won the Revolutionary War. And they say all these things like, you get a, a, you have universal health care and a royal family. But things like waving. Sure, it would cost a little more in taxes, but you can't put a price on that. And there's a there's a great uh, one of those videos uh, where they they just shit all over muffins. Like, what the fuck is an American muffin? Call this that's not. Uh, they compare it to English muffins. Like, that's not a muffin. Bullshit. 
<laughs> like 5,000 calories or whatever. <sighs> Chock full of sugar and shit. That uh, is a great concoction. They have, they have, uh, oh, I forget the guy, the British guy, but they have a British guy. They have Zachary Quinto. <laughs> as uh doing the commercial sorry if this is so off the rails this episode this minute but he he like takes a a closed beer this is a energy drink that's open but he just goes and it's closed like you can see the cap on it he's like mm. sam adams or whatever my most favorite beer that was acting <laughs> now am i might i be uh, an american actor or could i just be a lonely brit Making his way through in a, a giant country for the oh, role of a, looking for the role of a lifetime. I'm American. Well, what's <laughs> what's the difference between an actor and a thespian? Could an actor make you cry in a beer commercial? And then it it cuts into a close shot. He's like I'm sweaty. No, but a thespian could. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like it too much. There's also an Anna Kedrick one of like, they did this whole campaign of like the Super Bowl commercial we would have made if we could afford it. <laughs> that it's just Anna Kedrick being put up in makeup. It's like, yeah, they hired me. They talked this whole big game. And then I found out they couldn't afford it. So like, <laughs> fuck this beer. <laughs> I like her. I think this is a 30 minute episode with 10%. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, what's your name? Holly. I'm Brian. Uh, we're the best at what we do. Debatable, but what we do is not very fast. I was razzing ourselves for our overlong, extra long episode. <laughs> See you in the next one. To quote Holly, bye. <laughs>